Welcome to the Fat Stacks Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Ezoic, which is a Google award-winning technology that everyone, from niche website owners to major brands, can use to grow and monetize their sites. As a Google certified publishing partner, the platform uses artificial intelligence to learn from website visitors with the goal of providing more personalized experiences that will improve the on-page experience as well as optimizing and growing revenue. The platform features everything from intelligent website analytics to advanced automated visitor segmentation tools that allow publishers to improve visitor experiences. As a new site publisher, I use Ezoic and I really like the platform, hence they are sponsoring this episode. Now on to today's regular programming. I want to talk about FAQ-rich snippets in the context of unniche sites and whether they work. And by work, I mean, do they bring more traffic to your website? Now, earlier this year, I read from some prominent SEO bloggers, uh, Neil Patel and Matthew Woodward, who did some really nice posts uh, stepping through the more technical aspects of adding rich snippet FAQs to websites and to pages. And so I was able to follow those amazingly, and it actually worked, and was able to add an FAQ-rich snippet to an article on one of my niche sites. Now, what I really wanted to know is what would happen if I blew this way up? Instead of just doing it on a couple of articles, what if I did it on dozens of applicable articles where an FAQ section would actually make sense? And would it increase traffic to those articles? So that's what I did. I started in July 13, 2019. And until through August 26, I added 59, art, uh, 59 FAQs and r- the uh, rich snippets with those 259 articles. Now, just to give you an idea about exactly what I'm talking about with uh, the, the actual sections themselves, the average number of words for each FAQ section, and not the article, but just for the FAQs, was 989 words. So they're pretty substantial. And the average number of questions and answers added to the article was 10.3. So these were fairly long, longer than most. Uh, the other thing to keep in mind is I, these were not added to a page on the site that would be called FAQ. These were like a separate section within a much longer article called FAQ. Now, adding FAQs to articles is not something that's new to me. I've been doing that for a few years. I haven't done it in a systematic, almost, you know, like site-wide approach. I've done it more on a, you know, article here, article there basis if it warranted it, and uh, I I would add it. But now with the whole rich snippet aspect, I thought, okay, well, here's an opportunity to add a lot of FAQs to a lot of content, get the rich snippet, and see what happened. Now... I should back up for anyone who doesn't know what an FAQ-rich snippet is. Basically what it is is when you actually input the code properly within an article on your site, when someone searches in Google and your article listing shows up in Google search, there will be these little drop-down arrows before that, below that, and they'll usually be in the form of the questions. And then the questions you add to the, snip, to the whole rich snippet markup, okay? And so visitors can actually click those little boxes down in Google search, not on your site, and get hopefully the information they look for. Well, hopefully not for you that they don't because you want them to go to your site. But Google's intention is to keep them on Google. And so they are hoping that these FAQs are going to answer whatever information a lot of searchers have. They stay on Google and they carry on and Google makes more money. 
Now, the question would be, why would a publisher want to put these in there if it's just going to keep more people into Google? Now, the, the, the thinking is this. If you're going to do what Google wants, clearly Google wants publishers to add these rich snippets because it adds a lot more content that Google can basically spoon feed to its searchers that you are going to enjoy better rankings. So you may move up in the rankings, but your click-through rate to your articles may be lower. So the hope is that you're still going to enjoy more traffic. And that was a question I wanted to find out was, do you actually end up more traffic? So out of, I'm going to give you just a quick results overview here uh, of, of this case study. Uh, of the 59 articles that were added, 34 enjoyed more traffic, 25 had a decrease in traffic, so I had an overall increase of about 10.7% traffic to, to just those 59 articles from only Google search. I, I filtered out for other traffic sources. At the end of the day, I, th- I thought that was a pretty low increase in traffic. I was expecting quite a bit higher. Now, there are a few caveats I have to, I have to set out here. When we're talking about SEO case studies, you know, it's it's really correlation, not causation. I mean, given that there are a couple of hundred uh, factors that go into ranking within Google to attribute a 10.7% increase to the rich snippets would be overreaching, and that's understating it. Okay, so I don't, I think there's a lot more going on there, so I can't really attribute that to the FAQ rich snippet. The other thing is, it's only been two to three months since uh, since I've added those on. So you know, who knows? It may be premature. I it, I don't think so, but maybe there'll be some improvement in another two or three months. And the other thing is, is since that time we've moved from summer to fall, and there were definitely some seasonal articles there for seasonal where they do the best in summer, but there are also articles that do the best in fall. So obviously the ones that do well in the summer, they're going to drop off in the fall no matter what I do and vice versa for the fall. So there's definitely a seasonality impact happening there as well. At the end of the day, I would say the results were lackluster. And I would also say that I think adding FAQ is a good idea no matter what. I have been doing uh, FAQ sections to articles over the years across my niche sites because I think it's good for user experience. Uh, I also think it's a pretty easy way to target some really good long tail keywords. I mean, you know, a lot these long questions, uh, if you're thinking them up within your niche, you can imagine that there are other people out there who have these same questions. And so by putting the questions and then writing a solid answer within your articles is actually a really good form of content. So regardless of the traffic results and whether I would continue with the actual rich snippet markup and all that, the concept of adding FAQs to to content is, is a great idea. I like it. I'm going to continue doing it. Okay. So the reason... Overall, I would continue doing the rich snippet is it's something Google likes. Even though the increase in traffic is not substantial. And in some articles, the the drop was actually pretty substantial. I have a whole table on a uh, post that I set out which breaks out all the data for this entire case study at fatsexblog.com. You can just, the name of the article is Do FAQ Rich Snippets Help or Hurt SEO Traffic? 
So there's a lot of data there, and you can see, I mean, some some articles dropped substantially. Some had huge gains, and so, you know, it's all over the map. So I don't think there's really anything to, to conclude from there. But at the end of the day, it was a, it's a pretty easy process to, to input the markup, and it's something I'll probably continue doing. But I'm going to only continue it where it makes sense. I'm, I, you know, for one of my sites, I have 3,500 articles. For other sites, I have hundreds of articles. I'm not going to put an FAQ into everyone. I'm not going to try to dream up some frequently asked questions just so I could ask some, add some markup to the article. It has to be a topic and an, an article that's in depth enough where adding an FAQ actually makes sense and where there's actually some questions that do make sense for the topic itself. Uh, it is interesting. I mean, I, I publish lots of articles where the topic doesn't really lend to any questions really which is kind of odd and then there are some topics where it's like wow there's like 20 plus questions that make sense and that people search for so it really is on an article by article basis but thinking about it regardless of the lackluster results the amount of extra effort to create the markup is minimal it only takes a few i mean i don't even think like a minute or two and it can be easily outsourced so I will probably continue doing it. I will also continue monitoring it. Fortunately, I'm not a, I'm not a big tracker with what I do for most things, but fortunately I actually track this pretty good so I was able to extract all the data and actually take a look and see what's going on with it. So, I would say if you have a niche site, at the very minimum, adding frequently asked questions throughout your content is a very good practice. I would also suggest to perhaps handpick a few out of those and try some of the markup. Uh, do test it in Google search. Take a look at it, like uh, refresh the cache or, or go into incognito and check it out so that you can see it show up in Google search and uh, make sure that it's actually working. Because I've, I've heard from some readers where they say, you know, they, they tried the tutorial to make this work and it, it didn't work for them. Uh, amazingly, it worked for me. I have to say that these sort of things never work for me. These, 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 where this special code involved, it doesn't work, but amazingly it worked the first time. So I was quite happy about that. So I would uh, handpick a few, track it, put in the date and, and see what happens. I could have taken this case study further, but I didn't think really the results were concrete enough to, to warrant really all the investigation that would be needed. But I could have gone into Search Console and look at the impression and click data in Google Search as well. And that was actually the approach I was going to first. But again, it was just all over the map and pretty random. I didn't really see any solid pattern. So I thought at the end of the day, well, what I really all I care about is the amount of traffic that I would get to a particular article. So I focus in Google Analytics and the amount of traffic before the snippets and after the snippets. And I actually covered in the in the table the snippet traffic for each of the three months after they were put in. So you can see either you know, a trajectory of growth and traffic or decline. That's a wrap on FAQ-rich snippets from a niche publisher's perspective. Uh, there's not a lot of people that I've read about who have done it on a, on a scope that I have. So I thought it was time to actually, you know, see what would happen if we took FAQ-rich snippets to a uh, much bigger level on a niche site.